Hi, my name is Rhonda Minga, and I would like to welcome you today to Freedom Ministries in Crossed, Arkansas. I invite you to connect with us online at freedomministriescrossed.com. Now let's take the time to pray before we tune in to today's message. Lord, I lift you up, and I just pray that you draw us by your Spirit. I pray that you show us your Word. You give us great and mighty revelations of who you are and how you want to move in and through us. Lord, be with these people as they tune in now. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Well, Pastor Robert, he didn't look at my notes because my book was closed. But it's supernatural eyesight, supernatural hearing. We have got to have our eyes and our ears open. The Bible calls these days perilous times. It's bad. Perilous is bad. (laughs) It's bad. We're coming into a time where if we don't have that supernatural connection with Him, it's going to be real hard. It's going to be real hard. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Hallelujah. We give you praise, God. Thank you. Thank you for these that give into the kingdom of God. Thank you, Lord, for revealing to us your principles of money, your financial principles, God, that we walk in a new place financially this year, God. This is the year of the mouth. It's the year to decree. I have enough. I have enough for me, and I have enough for somebody else. My God is more than enough. He supplies all my needs. He's my El Shaddai. He always looks after me. Decree it and declare it. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for touching us. Thank you for opening our spiritual ears, God. And Pastor Robert is touching the ear, the physical ear, your spiritual ears right here, right here. This is where, this is the seat of man. This is the heart of man. It's not this thing that pumps. It's right here. This is where the Holy Ghost lives. Holy Ghost is what we have to have. Holy Ghost. Religion has made him out to be something that he is not. He is my help. He is the power to do this. If Jesus needed Holy Ghost, who the world do I think I am to run from Holy Ghost? Come on. He didn't do anything until Holy Ghost. Okay. All right. So, see, we got, we got five natural senses. See how this spirit thing works? He don't know this. Sight and taste and smell and touch and hear. And we have supernatural senses. Sight and taste and touch and smell and hear. Amen. God has to open those supernatural ones. Did you hear what I just said? God has to open those supernatural ones. Okay? We don't yield our members to anyone but him. Okay. Okay. 
Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. How many times did he say, he that has an ear, let him hear? Well, we all got ears. But he would say, he that hath an ear, let him hear what the Spirit is saying. So we got to open our spiritual ear so that we can hear what God is saying. And yes, 5780, we entered the decade of the mouth. And it's not, not just my mouth. My mouth better be connected to his to his and then that way I'm going to eat the good fruit of the land because I'm going to eat the fruit of my mouth I'm going to eat it so we so we have to have our ears open so that we can hear what he is saying because man doesn't live by bread alone but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. That is now, right now. What is he saying right now? God, what are you saying about my circumstance? What are you saying about my situation right now? God, what do you want to do in here? God, do you have something you want to say to her? Do you have something you want to say to him? Right now. Right now. Thank you, Jesus, for opening our ears. And, and if I could just say, <laughs> yes. Thank you, Jesus. Just let her lay there, cover her up, let her lay there. Joy unspeakable and full of glory. More, Lord, more, 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 more. Hey, hallelujah. I'm excited about that one. Thank you, Jesus, because that thing broke off of her. That thing broke off of her, and joy has come into her soul. Thank you, Jesus. I hate the devil. I hate him. I can't wait. Y'all, the, there's a scripture that says that one day we're going to see him and we're going to say, what? That? That right there is what I was scared of? That right there is what stopped nations? That? Let's just get there now. Come into the place to know that you are the one that has authority. You are the one. Not him. He don't have no authority over you. Only power he has is what you give him. It's all he has. He has so many people tricked. He has so many people tricked and bound, making, him, making them think that he is all powerful and he can do all these things. Only power he's got is what he tricks us into believing. He had, yeah, I'm, he had me too. But when I found out, <laughs> but you know, you know, y'all just look at Paul. We were in prayer the other day and, and just out of my spirit came, I want to know you. I want to know you. I want to know you. And so I started looking at Paul. Y'all know that Paul was bad. The apostle Paul was bad to the bone. And I know there's some folks in here where I got a little friend and she says, I've done well, I ain't gonna tell her. I ain't gonna say what she says. She's done everything. But Paul did everything. He killed. You know. He did it all. He was bad. He was mean. He didn't care. He stood there and held the coats and watched them stone Stephen. And then he went about arresting and 
maiming and hurting men, women, and children who, who professed Jesus Christ. This was a bad dude that, that wrote, what, three-fourths of the New Testament. He was bad. And we ain't, none of us got nothing on him. We think we bad because we do this and we, you know, we, mm, uh-huh, I know. We do a lot of things when ain't nobody looking. We do a lot of things in the dark, undercover, and we slip it by. And I know there's some in here that pop a cap every once in a while. <laughs> hey, ain't none of us got nothing on Paul. Nothing. Most of the Bible was written by criminals. Did y'all, I mean, have you really ever thought about that? Most of the word of God is written by criminals. Moses was a murderer. Paul was a murderer. Peter was, oh man, he was temper like way up there. Take a sword and slice your ear off. You know, I mean, David was an adulterer and a murderer. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we have all (laughs) sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. We have all, every one of us. Thank you, Jesus. But, you know, Jesus implied that we were going to see supernaturally. He did. He implied that. He took it. It was a given that I'm going to see supernaturally. I'm going to just let it sink in for a minute. Y'all listen. Jesus implied that I would see into the supernatural. Let's look at um, John 5. Whoo. 19. This is what Jesus did. Oh, I still feel him. Whew. Mm-hmm. Jesus answered and said to them, Most assuredly, I say to you, the Son can do nothing of himself. But what he sees, the Father do. And whatever he does, the Son also does in like manner. Hmm. He said he only says what he hears the Father say. He does what he sees the Father do. And he says what he hears the Father say. Now turn over to John 14, 12. These are, yes. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Do what you want to do, God. Go where you want to go, God. Prophet Meech posted something on Facebook. He said the churches, he said, don't be deceived. 
The church is not here to entertain you, but to equip you. And there's a lot of churches that look like a nightclub when you walk in. Lights is flashing and it's dark and, hey, you know, whatever. But we got to know that Jesus Christ is in the, in the house. The King of kings and the Lord of lords, the one that created you, is in the house. And we must show him honor and respect or we don't get all he has. He said that to us. That's what he said. If you treat me common, that's all you're going to get. But if you treat me with honor, that's what you're going to get. You're going to get all of me. We have to put value on him. We have not valued him. I'm talking to the church. You know that most this the New Testament's written to the body of Christ and he's like come on y'all you got to wake up. The church has to wake up. We are not what we're supposed to be. There's a scripture in there that it says um, that you have a form of godliness but you deny the power. He says from such turn away. Don't have anything to do with. What, the, what, the, what it means is don't even go to lunch with them. That's what it means. So the church has to wake up. We give, and this is in my notes like the fourth or fifth page, but, you know, hey, I never follow them. <sighs> he always does that. And then I'll be like, oh, what did I say? Okay. Morris Cirillo says that we have more faith in the devil we have more faith in the world than we do God. I think that the enemy is more powerful than God. I have more faith in gravity. I have more faith in what science has taught me than I do God. Mm-hmm. I ain't going to go all the way over there. I'm keeping in the lines. But we have more faith in what I can't do than what he can do through me. Do you know? I'm just going to tell y'all. <laughs> Come, uh-huh. I'm going I'm to repeat it. I'm going to say it again. I got more faith. And what I can't do, then what he can do through me. We better wake up. Anything. It says with God, nothing is impossible with God. So that what that means is nothing. <laughs> it is impossible for me to do nothing. It's impossible for me to do nothing. It's impossible for me to have nothing. It's impossible for me to be nothing. That is the enemy. That is the enemy. He tells you that you ain't nothing. He tells you you ain't going to get nothing. You ain't never going to have nothing. You ain't never going to be able to be no Christian like them up there on that platform. OMG. 
If you knew what went through my head. But I don't give it no place. No more. I used to. But I don't no more. We are somebody. Lord have mercy. Yes, we are. Thank you, Jesus, that we are. The enemy doesn't have any new tricks. There's nothing new under the sun. What he tells you, he tells me. What he tells you, he tells Pastor Robert. He tells Apostle Angie. What he tells you, he tells Morcerillo. What he tells you, he told Billy Graham. He told Reinhard Bonnke to shut up. Yes, he did. He told him, I don't, you ain't got nothing. You didn't pray but 16 hours this week, and you know that ain't enough. You fasted two meals. That's it. Ain't enough. You can't cast no devil out. He don't tell you nothing new. He, he got the same tricks. And the reason he has the same tricks is because they worked. He don't need to get no new one. They work. I'm mad at this one. So I ain't. That's the enemy. That's the enemy. That's where he has power. Right there. It's where he has power. But Jesus said, all authority is given to me in heaven and in earth and beneath the earth. And I give you authority over all the works of the enemy. See, we have to start believing. I have to get a revelation. This is the year of revelation. Come on. This is the year. So if we're going to get something, you better start getting it now. Don't let this year pass you by and you ain't got no revelation of who he is in you. Don't let this year go by and you don't have revelation of who you are and what you are and that the elements of this earth are subject to me. Yeah, <laughs> We had to say that again. The elements of this domain, of this earth, of earth, are subject to me. We look at Jesus like when he came here, he came here as God. And that's not true. It says that he left it all. And he came in the form of a man, as a man, 100% man. Just like you and me. No different. The only difference was he had a mind made up. I heard T.D. Jakes preach on the mind. Y'all ought to listen to it. That is one powerful message. But Jesus Christ had a mind made up, and he was filled with the Holy Ghost. Read Matthew 4 and Luke 4. Let's, Luke 4. Let's go to Luke 4. I like Luke. Well, it's in there somewhere. Verse 1. It says, Then Jesus being filled with Holy Ghost. See, he had just gotten baptized. He just got baptized. 
And the heaven opened, the heavens opened, and out came the form, just because you needed to see something. Because the Holy Ghost ain't a dove. But the window of heaven opened, and out came Holy Ghost. And he landed upon Jesus. And Jesus took the baptism of Holy Ghost. It came upon him right then. And then Holy Ghost led him into the wilderness. Some of us have been in a wilderness for 60 years. We've been in a wilderness for 60 years. We've been in a wilderness for a long, long time. The only thing that keeps us in that wilderness is rebellion. That's what keeps me in that wilderness. That's what keep, kept the children of Israel in the wilderness was rebellion. Y'all a bunch of stiff-necked people. Now, that's, that's what he said about children of Israel. I ain't saying that about y'all. I wasn't talking to y'all. I was quoting the Bible. True. That's true. He said, y'all, a bunch of stiff-necked people. You don't give at all. I'm talking about yourself, not your money. Because they gave their money. They gave all kind of, they gave all the gold and the earrings and everything to build the temple. And I mean, you know, they were some giving folks. They weren't giving their self. So they, and they, they went through that wilderness for 40 years. It was an 11-day journey. And it took them 40 years, and then he had to kill them all. Their kids went in. They didn't go in because of rebellion. So if we're going around the mulberry bush... Oh, I'm going around it again. I'm going around it again. I'm doing the same thing. Oh, I've been living the same lifestyle for 45 years. It's called rebellion. That's all it is. We can't blame it on no devil. We can't blame it on no stronghold. We can't blame it on no... It's rebellion. And I have to repent. I have to humble myself... Get to the altar and say, God, forgive me because I have been rebellious. And I have wanted what I wanted and done what I wanted to do. But I am sick and tired of being sick and tired. And I'm turning around. We don't do a 360. Uh-uh. That just takes me right back to where I was. I got to do this. I changed my mind. I see what I've been doing ain't been working. Has it been, has it been working? I mean, for real. Has it worked? No. It ain't worked at all. So let's try something that does. You might have a, a, a bank account slam full of money, but it still ain't working. Yes, sir. 180 degrees is a flat line. Dead. Uh, it's not do 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 do. I got you. I got you. It's a flat line. And you do have to die to your flesh. You ain't never going to get nothing from God without it. I mean, Jesus had to. Why do we think we don't have to do something that he did? 
He had too. But right here in Luke 4, you keep on reading, it says that he was led into the wilderness by the Holy Ghost. And when he came out, he came out in power. Power. And power. And he expects the same thing of us. You know Holy Ghost is my birthright? We, I preached on the birthright a couple weeks ago. Healing is my birthright. It belongs to me because I said, yes, God. Holy Ghost is my birthright. And we don't have to go tarry. We ask. He said, if you being evil know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more would I give the Holy Ghost to those who ask? He spoke those words to me. I was a little Baptist girl trying to come back to God, you know, because, you know, we backslide all the time. Get to do what we want to do, and so we backslide. Oh, I want better get off of this. But that's what had happened to me, and I was crying out to God, you know, God, I want, I want you. I really do want you. I don't want to keep living like this. I don't want to keep doing this. And I was driving down the road on Hancock Road, and the voice of God filled my car. And he said, do you love your children? I wasn't praying. I was not praying. Can I just tell you all that? I was not praying. I was turning on to the road. And the voice of God said, do you love your children? And I immediately knew who it was. There was no question. Now I'm like, is that God? Is that God? But I immediately knew it was God. And I said, well, yes, yes, Lord, I do. And he said, well, if you, being evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more would I give the Holy Ghost to those who ask? And I said, is that what I need? And he said, yes, that's what you need. This is my turn to preach, Millie. You can preach later. I prophesy. You will preach later. Thank you, Jesus. And so I said to him, well, then, Father, I, I won't, please give me Holy Ghost. And in just a couple of weeks, I was at a prayer meeting at Pastor Dana's house, and, and someone said, I've never done this before, but God just spoke to me and said he's fixing to baptize you in the Holy Ghost. And I was like, yes, thank you, Jesus. And my life changed. It changed. From that moment on, it changed. Hallelujah. And, I, and, and can I say that I never completely backslid again? I did a bunch of times until then, but I didn't after that. Because there was something in me. You know, there's something in me that he said he would lead me into all truth. He would be there with me. He would comfort me. I could run to him and he could tell me stuff. There was something on the inside of me then that, that, was, that was more powerful than that pull to go back. Hmm. It was more powerful than that pull to go back. And then when he came in, he starts dealing with stuff. He starts dealing with me. And then the next thing you know, that thing that always wanted me to go back had to move out. It had to move out. Because Holy Ghost came in and he says, I am living in the whole place. 
I ain't sharing with no devil. I ain't sharing with no stronghold. No. I want all of you. And if I say come in and take all of me, then that's what he does. But see, I, you don't go around looking for it. And okay, what's in me? I got to, mm, there must be something. In, we don't do that. We just let him deal with whatever he wants to deal with. And today, he broke that thing out of you. Crystal, he broke it out. Yes. Yes. Thank you, Jesus. And then filled her with joy. Hallelujah. We let him do what he wants to do when he wants to do it. And he will fix us. He will fix us. He will give me everything I need in order to walk and live this Christian life. He is the power to live it. He is the power to die to my flesh. I could not die. I ain't dying to nothing before the Holy Ghost came in me. I struggled afterwards. But he's the power when I just yield to him. He's the power to die to this. Y'all know I'm talking about that tongue right there. It's bad. It's set on fire from hell. That's what the word says. It sets the course of nature. You can build someone's life and you can destroy someone's life with that. You can build your own life. You can destroy your own life with that. And this is the year of the mouth. And the mouth is pregnant with creativity. That, I don't know, y'all, that's exciting. The Word says there's power of life and death in your tongue, and those who love it will eat the fruit thereof. So if you love to gossip... And you love to backbite. You love to strive. You love to bear false witness. You love to bear true witness. (laughs) But if you love to, to just talk and talk and talk and talk and tear someone's life down, guess what you're going to reap this year? Can I just be real plain with you? Guess what you're going to reap this year? You're going to reap more strife. You're going to reap destruction. You're going to reap your life being torn up. You are. But if you will yield your member to him, to the Holy Ghost, and you're going to need the baptism of the Holy Ghost. I'm just saying, you're going to need it. If you'll yield your tongue to him, and you will not say, some, somebody was saying something about somebody the other day, and, I, and it almost come out of my mouth, yeah, that's it. And I'm like, mm, 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 mm. no, I am not saying that. I don't care if it is true. I will not say that. God says they're holy. God says they're called. God says they're chosen. That's, who God, that's what God says, and that's what we're going to say. If I, if I will go ahead and line my, my mouth up with him, then I'm going to reap life. I'm going to reap more of him. That's what I'm going to reap. Okay? And I ain't saying it's easy, but it, you got to have Holy Ghost in order to do it. Amen. I am so far off of my plan. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus.
Thank you, Jesus. Holy Ghost is who we need. Holy Ghost is what, what I want. Holy Ghost is the one that brings that change. One of the first messages I ever preached in my entire life was about Peter. Before and after. Before he was hot-headed, he was hot-tempered, his mouth overloaded him most of the time. Jesus said, get behind me, Satan. He's talking to Peter. He cut your ear off. I mean, he was ridiculous. But then after Holy Ghost, he's written chapters on love. Chapters on being the love of God for someone. God totally transformed him once the Holy Ghost came upon his life. And he'll do the same thing for us. The very same thing. Acts, is it 1-8? Because this ain't in my notes. Thank you, Jesus. At the beginning of the book of Acts, yeah, 1-8, he's telling them what's going to happen. He says, but you shall receive power, power when Holy Spirit comes upon you. And you shall be witnesses to me in Jerusalem and in Judea and Samaria and to the end of the earth. You will, re- you will receive power, power to become a witness. That word witness is a living record and it's also a martyr. So he just said that the Holy Spirit will give me the power to die. He's going to give me the power to die to my flesh. He's going to give me the power to die. But in that, I am also going to receive the ability to be a living record of Jesus Christ. I'm going to be like him. I'm going to look like him. I'm going to talk like him. I'm going to walk like him. I'm going to smell like him. I'm going to act like him. I'm going to be turned into him. Amen. Turned into him. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. But we have got to. we got to. We've got to say, God, give me revelation of this Holy Ghost. Give me revelation of the supernatural life that you intend for me to walk. All right. I'm going to go right on back over there. To, the, to this earth and the elements being subject to me. Jesus walked this walk 100% man filled with the Holy Ghost. And he walked on water. He opened blind eyes, deaf ears. He raised dead men. He took, was it five, men, five loaves, five loaves and two fish? He took, actually what he took was five crackers and two minnows. (laughs) Oh my word, five crackers and two minnows and fed probably 15, 20,000 people. It says five, but they didn't count men, women and children. They only counted men. And you know there's more women, right? There's more women, there always is. And all he did was just look at it give thanks break it and all everything all of the stuff in there knew that it was subject to him and he was just exactly like you and me I can't say that enough because y'all don't believe it yet 
It wasn't that he was God. He was full-on man, filled with the Holy Ghost. And Holy Ghost is what we got to have. Holy Ghost. So whenever I say, thank you for these minnows and these crackers, God, I thank you that you're going to feed these 600 people with these two minnows and these five little crackers. Thank you, Lord. And I break them. It happens. Because everything in earth realm is subject to me. (laughs) I'm pretty excited about getting this revelation. That everything in earth realm is subject to me. Because the real realm is that supernatural one. That's the real. That's, That's what's really going on. Is that supernatural one. So I pray God, open our eyes. Open our eyes, God. Open our eyes. Baptize us in Holy Ghost. Baptize us in Holy Ghost and open our eyes that we can see what's actually happening, what's actually going on. That I am really seated in the heavenlies right now. That I am not. I may be walking on earth, but I am spiritually right now. I am seated in the heavenlies. I'm seated there. Far above power and principality. They're under my feet. So far under my feet, they're not touching my feet. And he just keeps us browbeating, keeps us wanting to think that he has more than what he has because he's terrified that you're going to find out the truth. He's terrified that you get that revelation that he don't have nothing on you. He can't hold you down if you don't want to be held down. He cannot hold you down if you don't want to be held down. Amen. He cannot. He cannot. The only power he has is what I let him have. That's all he has, and I ain't even going to worry about it. We're not even there no more. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for baptism of Holy Ghost. Thank you that you baptize us with the Holy Ghost. And he is more than tongues. He is more than tongues. We've reduced him to tongues and then that's just an evidence that he lives here. The first thing he affects is when Isaiah, isn't that interesting? When Isaiah went into the heavenly places and he saw that angel, he saw the Lord seated on the throne. The very first thing that was dealt with was his mouth. First thing. The first thing the Holy Ghost does is take control of my mouth. And this is the year of the mouth. It's the decade. So let's ask God, ask Jesus to baptize us in Holy Ghost so that he can take over my mouth and I will no longer speak words of depression. I will no longer speak words of bondage. I will no longer speak words of death over people. I will no longer speak those words that the enemy puts in my ear. I will no longer line my mouth up with the enemy to bring destruction, to bring hate. I will no longer do that. I will no longer say that I'm nothing. I will no longer say that I can't be what God called me to be. I'll no longer say that I'm too bad. I got too much stuff in my life. I'll no longer say those things. 
I'll no longer say those things because those are lies of the enemy. God says you're holy. I don't care what you just did. God says you're holy. God says you're called. God says he's got a purpose for you. God says he's got a plan for you. God says you're the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. That's what he says. And I have to start saying that. I have to put that in my mouth. I have to put that before my eyes. Because it's the year of revelation knowledge and understanding. So I have to put the word in front of me. I have to stop watching so much Netflix. (laughs) I didn't say you had to stop watching it all. You got to stop watching so much. See, we put so much emphasis on this star and that star and who sings this and who does that. And, ooh, they're so fine and all that mess. Give me somebody that raises the dead. That, that's, that impresses me. You know, that impresses me right there. Somebody that, that changed water into wine. What? Come on. Not somebody that can act. I, I've been doing it for years. Been doing, I'm, I'm good. I'm good at it. Then the Holy Ghost comes along and he strips all that stuff off of you. He strips it all away and you become real. Real. Really like Jesus. Ah, thank you, Lord. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you for baptizing us with the Holy Ghost. So who really wants to be baptized with the Holy Ghost? I'm talking about Holy Ghost, where your life is not the same anymore. Yes, where you have the ability now to come out of that kingdom of darkness. You've already been translated out of it. You've already been taken out of it spiritually. You're taken out of that kingdom, and you're placed in the kingdom of light. But that thing just keeps on pulling. It just keeps on. Trying to get me to come back in there. And I need the power of the Holy Ghost to get out of that thing and to turn from it. And say, no, you have no more pull on me. Holy Ghost. Holy Ghost. Holy Ghost. Holy Ghost spoke to me one night. I was fixing to sit down and watch a movie. I've told you all this a hundred times. But he said, are you going to make me watch this? I said, no, sir, I'm not. I sure am not. And I got up and went and sat out on the porch. It was summertime. I got ate up with mosquitoes. But I didn't watch it. Holy Ghost did not have to watch that. And see, that's one thing that we have to know is he is with me. 24-7, he sees everything I see. He hears everything I hear. He does everything I do. Everything. But he can change all those little things. He can change all those little things about us. If you want your life to be changed, come to this altar. We're going to lay hands on you and we're going to pray one more time. Holy Ghost, Holy Ghost, come Jesus. Come and baptize us with Holy Ghost and fire. Holy Ghost and fire in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord.
Thank you again for tuning in with us. If this word ministered to you, please consider sowing a seed to Freedom Ministries at freedomministriescrossit.com. We have made it available to you on the giving page. Thank you again. Go and be blessed in Jesus' name.